Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Best Damn Sports Show in Franklin County for Wednesday, April 28th, 2021. I'm the Nighthawk, along with our studio director, Mr. Alan Ritchie Cunningham. And on the panel this week, to my left is Super Dave Handy, and to my far right, Mr. Duke Forrest. And uh, quickly, David, I was in your shop today. Oh, where was I? Uh, I didn't go looking for you because you talked so much. I never would have gotten back to work. What, what time were you there? Um, I dropped my vehicle off at 2 o'clock, and there are two gentlemen at the service desk. And big guy with glasses, I says, is there anyone here to give me a ride home? I don't no, we do that. live a mile, mile and a half from here. And he goes, I take you home if you don't mind me driving your car, drop, drop me <laughs> off. So very nicely, uh -oh. drop me off. And again, I'm, I'm all about service. It's one thing to cut a check and you say, well, thank you very much. See you later, you sucker. But I like being taken care of. And I will say, you guys do an excellent oh, job. Oh, they're, they're good. I had to go to the dentist. I was at the dentist at, uh, from about 2.30 to 3 quarter after. I had to get my annual or uh, quarterly cleaning. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, mine's so in a couple quarter, of weeks. Quarterly cleaning, or how? You do four a year? Well, I'm, uh, I'm three to four. Really? I'm uh, twice, twice yeah. a year. I've got, uh, <laughs> not that anybody cares, but I've got bone loss, and I'm going to have to get uh, surgery, and i got to pull out. i got to yeah. lose one of my molars, and, wow. and I keep putting it off, and I go, God. It's you know, isn't it amazing as you get older, what? Happens to what your body. Crap I had how it disintegrates. You think our, you think our bodies aren't getting better with no, age? No, it isn't. Oh, geez, I had about four or five <laughs> years ago. They did some with a laser. They cut out some of the gum and the and uh, yeah. You know what I can I'll tell you when you're younger, floss more. <laughs> yeah, yeah no. flossing's good. And what they they got me on this past year is so the water pick. So yeah. I, I, I do that too. So Mr. Duke. Yes, Lake Champlain as of four o'clock today, 96.61 feet. Water temperature up from last week. I remember it was at 41.7. Now it's at 43.0. Water coming up some? Uh, no, well, I don't. Some, but it's been it's been just pretty stable. Huh? Yeah. I meant to check the the lowest lake level and I and I forgot. My guess is it's 92 something, but. Well, I think we may get within a foot of it unless things start changing around. Now, here. what year do you? I have to look. I don't. Yeah. I don't remember. But the, of course, the record. I saw some film on TV just when I got back from my trip ten years ago, 2011. Of course, was the, the record yeah. flooding, highest level on record, about 103.3, just about just about ten years ago in May, I think. I can but, still uh, remember the uh, the big fish. I don't know what they are, carp or something. That were inside the Bay Park. Okay. Because <laughs> they got they got trapped in there. Yeah. And uh, that was an unusually uh, high water year. Let's that's for damn sure. And uh, just goes to show you, you never know. Here so, we are, ten years later, and we're probably at a record. Cause it's got to be a record low for for May first or whatever it is. Could probably it's certainly a very unusually low for May first. Yeah, when I get back from my trip, usually you know I can't go near walking on the dock. It's uh, lakes usually around flood stage at about a hundred, so it's very low for this time of year. We're uh, though uh, the forecast is we're getting more. The last 
uh, week, ten days, we've had quite a bit of, of uh, moisture. It's it's the ground is really soppy now. It mm. hasn't been that way in a while. Right. Um, I got my first look at beautiful Champlain Country Club yesterday. Finally got out. Of course, just it's just being it beautiful. It is it's perfect. It was it was crowded there last night too, David. It's crowded all the time. Well, no, I'm going to. But didn't you say re- already a record record membership or something? I think. I think if you want to become a member right now, you I have to a waiting, a waiting list. list is right there, is there yeah, really? there's a renaissance of golf, wow. and it started last year uh, due to the Wuhan virus that people were stuck at home. <laughs> and um, the United States, do last year, literally, play was up 25% across the country. Yeah. Yeah, which is just like it was when the Tiger Woods boom. Yeah, exactly. Unreal. So now David said it's busy all the time. Um, I went golfing Monday evening. Temps were in the uh, 40s with a strong wind. There were three people total on the course. <laughs> Me, my buddy Joe, and my son-in-law, Kevin. I, even the pro shop was locked up. Yeah. Okay. So nobody was there. And uh, I was wearing long johns and sweatpants. And, and I'll, I'll tell you, it was a, it was a great walk a in that day. cold weather. Yeah. So, okay. So we are a mere 25 and a half hours away from the NFL draft. And I want to start out that um, a trade that might have gone by with people, but I use this in reference to the New England Patriots. The uh, Broncos acquired quarterback Teddy Teddy Bridgewater Bridgewater. today in exchange for a six-round pick. And Carolina has also agreed to take on $7 million of Bridgewater's $10 million contract, and the contract was also restructured to make him a free agent at the end of 2021. A six-round six right. so, and money. Generally speaking, I would say, okay, no big deal to me. But the talk all spring with the Patriots is getting a real starting quarterback and, or at least for the future. It's and, probably not going to be for this season. Jimmy Garoppolo's name has been bantered Jimmy. around like a tennis ball. So, you know, we've been thinking, what is, what would New England have to send? Okay. Certainly, certainly not a second-round pick. Six-round pick. And now that we see Bridgewater went for six, I think Garoppolo's a little bit better than Bridgewater. Uh, the Patriots do not have a third-round pick. Uh, they had to forfeit. Huh. Do you remember what scandal that was? Hard to keep track of yep. all the scandals. But they do have the first pick. No, I think it was the last thing, the training, filming the training, uh, filming somebody on the sideline, even pregame. Uh, so the Patriots do have the first pick of the compensant. What's that word? Compensatory. Thank you. After the third round. So it's the 97th pick. So I'm thinking that would have been a fair trade. But then my thought process kind of changed after I saw Teddy Bridgewater went for a six. So I'm thinking right now, well, I'm maybe a fourth round pick. And also, I think Jimmy G <laughs> makes about $25 million a year. And uh, the I, Niners are going to have to throw some bucks in. I'm going to tell you, I read a thing on the 49ers this week. It was Sunday that the 49ers are done with Garoppolo. They are going to take, uh, looks like they're going to take Mac Jones mm-hmm. is the big and uh, Garoppolo, they've already told him that he's not going to be a backup. He's not going to be – he's done. 
Well, so, why would they? Why would they pay a backup like that? That's what exactly what the Patriots ran into with Jimmy G. You know, when people so, get on their case, they're going to they're pay Jimmy G. The Patriots to might be on the bench. get Garoppolo for nothing. Interesting, because uh, of course they didn't they, get much for him when they traded. The draft by Sunday, Garoppolo will be a free agent. So the Patriots may get him for nothing if if they want him. David, if they're willing to pay his full salary, they may just do the token seventh round pick. Just, but so, I, I mean, I feel bad for Patriot fans on paper with the Wuhan people coming back and with the free agency. Uh, they've on paper they have a decent looking team, but in this quarterback driven league, uh, you saw Cam Newton last year, and I don't believe he could play any worse than he did last year. But I certainly would not go into September as your starting quarterback. Well, it, it'll be interesting, but there's there's a lot of stuff going on, which is all making it good for the Giants because there's a lot of um, things with all these quarterbacks. There could be five quarterbacks taken, like in the first ten picks. Absolutely. So that would leave some really good players available by the time the Giants get around. Most of the mocks, yeah. they have uh, Devontae Smith being taken. Don't want him. You know, I've been beating the drum since January for Rashawn Slater. Um, that Slater is also been Okay, let me, and let me just read. The Giants might even trade up to get Slater. Well, the, If that's a guy they really the want. If the Patriots want a guy like Trey Lance, they can go from 15 to 8 with Carolina, who has their quarterback now, and Sam Darnold, and they, they could get Trey Lance at the eighth position. But getting back to the Giants and my wanting of Rashawn Slater, the Giants' offense line, offensive line, did not overall play an acceptable, acceptable no. level at 2020. Pro football focus ranked their line 31st in the 32-team league. Ouch. At tackle, the Giants currently appear to be counting on second-year players Andrew Thomas at left tackle and Matt Pert at right tackle. Nate Soldier would be the swing tackle. The Giants, with four highly regarded tackles to pick from, chose Thomas with a fourth overall pick in 2020. He ended up playing far worse than any other of the three rookie tackles the Giants could have selected, Makai Becton, Jedrick Wills, Tristan Wirfs. Thomas, in fact, David, allowed more pressures, 57, and sacks 10 than any tackle in the league. And, again, me with the rookies, I give them a lot of rope. I'll keep all the criticism to myself. Of course, he had an injury, too, that we didn't know about. Um, so he, he's going to have to step up his play. The Giants' line is not This Slater, good. if he can, they can get him, he's... Plus, I guess he can play every position. Mm -hmm. And he, is he? I think he was three hundred thirty pounds too. Yeah, yeah. And he can move. He's really. A, yeah. uh, that would be. I'm sure Gettleman would do that first. In this particular Monk Duke, I have the Patriots. It makes sense. Defense, could he pay the number one edge rusher in the draft? But I was also looking at another they mock. They could use him. I was looking at another mock today, and I don't believe this. They had Justin Fields. Going number three to the Niners. I if anybody drops out of the top ten, it'll be Justin Fields. Fields and is, they they had Mac Jones going to the Pats at fifteen. I read today that one of the complaints against Fields, of course, is coaches trying to deny it. But 
the complaint was that he was last into practice, first out. Okay. And, of course. Well, who his, was the previous Ohio State quarterback? Well, I think the previous Go Ohio State quarterback. Was? Haskins. Who, Dwayne Haskins. What number? Sure you should give up. You know, you should give these guys a little slack. Well, I'm just telling you what I read because well, I don't read, I don't follow them. I only read just enough so that I can talk on a show and not sound like David, a David, again, all these OSU quarterbacks, there isn't one starting Ohio State quarterback in the league. I don't even know if there's a backup, okay? They're literally a product of the system. Ohio State. No, the, this field's played really good last Hawk, year. Hawk, remember that? Did you beat, happen to see the Clemson game? When You're going to tell Clemson. me this guy's no good. Oh. You should have seen the Clemson and game. And how did he play in the Alabama game? Not, yeah, I mean, he's erratic, but, I mean, yeah. I mean, don't tell me this guy's worthless. He... You know, oh, some people consider him uh, well, the best quarterback. In January, he was slated to be the second overall pick. Now he's fallen down to number five. And I even question if we'd be a top ten. Who won pick. the national? Was it Ohio State or this was year, it Clemson? It was Alabama, right? Alabama, right? It wasn't Clemson. Got no. killed by Ohio State. Right, Alabama. They got killed by Ohio State. Yeah. And Alabama then Crushed. beat Ohio State. Yeah. That's yeah. where Devontae Smith had, what, three touchdowns during that game? And that's yes. how come Mac Jones has is, is been moving up. Well, Devontae doesn't excite me just because of his his mm -hmm. size. Yep. Well, they think he could get bigger. I, that's the... And the uh, and Waddle is, might be there, too. Yeah. But just with the draft, I mean, any... Any position you want. I mean, there's so many different. I mean, it changes by the day. Oh, yeah. So and when you say you heard something, I've read right. a bunch of stuff, too. Duke. Take, take your pick. Duke. We can talk the whole 90 minutes on the draft. But once the trading starts tomorrow night and there will be trades, you know, you can throw our conversation right out yeah. the window. Now, oh, still in Belichick, I mean, nothing he does surprise. Still wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't pick a quarterback and picks a – Maybe that edge guy who they could maybe who who they could kill for. Their pass rush was pathetic mm -hmm. last yeah. year. Nothing, yeah. nothing would surprise no. me. And anybody well, who thinks they know right now what Belichick is going to do, give me a break. Yeah. I, mean, I bet Belichick doesn't know what he's going to do right now. There was a lot of talk too that the Giants could even trade down, which they've never done, because um, there's they filled all their most glaring holes. With the free agents. There's rumors, David, that Chicago, that signed Andy Dalton, the aged Andy Dalton, uh, they could trade up 20 to 11. Giants would get that 20 pick plus their number one pick next year along with a couple other things. There's a and, lot of... And the pieces. thing about the Giants, when you're a bad team, there's a lot of needs. So there'll be a player, uh, a very good player, number 20 for the Giants. Yeah, speaking of the draft, Trevor Lawrence, who not, no, nobody's questioning, he's, he's number, number one, one guy going to the Jags, right? Guess who got married very close to me when I was down south? He got married in Bluffton, South Carolina, right next to Hilton Head, to, I guess, his longtime lady friend when I was down there. I didn't happen to get an invite. Did not see that. Yeah. Yeah. So... So, the, oh. so, Hawk, are you going to watch? Uh, can you break away from tax season to watch every every um, second of the draft for about I five will days? record it at 8 o'clock because yeah. there's a lot of fluff. So, sorry, did that. it actually start 8 o'clock tomorrow night? Yeah. Is it the official it's start? First round tomorrow night, 8 o'clock, <laughs> and the second, third round Friday night. Um. 
and you have to be a real football buff to watch it Saturday. That's round four through seven. Four through and that seven. goes bang, 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 bang. And is that it? How many rounds are we Seven. Seven. But if you remember, when we were kids, huh. there were like literally 20 rounds. Right. Oh, uh, baseball used to be 35 rounds. Baseball's done. Right. They're down to almost nothing. And the NBA is down to what? One round? Two rounds two, in the NBA. Two rounds. Yeah. Yeah. So. Wow. Yeah. So, like I said, we can go on, but a, a lot of these conversations are... Don't you agree? I mean, knowledgeable people are throwing out all kinds of stuff. I mean, isn't for whatever you want to happen, I mean, pick your guy who will tell you that's going to happen. That is the entertainment value of, yeah. of, of, of mocking drafts. And what I keep saying, every, every, every time of year at this time, I wish... Mel Kuyper, the, the draft guru. I wish I'd love to see a scorecard on Mel over the years. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't that seem to be a good story? Yeah. He's supposed to be the draft guy. How's he done? Yeah. And speaking of which, we've talked about Belichick many times. Great coach, maybe the GOAT coach, but a pretty shaky GM. I saw, and it was a solid football writer, I think, went over the last five years, and I probably would have been close to guessing this. Belichick is GM drafting came out 25th out of what 32 teams oh. over the last five years. Okay. Well, and then some of their second Duke Dawson was a second rounder. A couple didn't even play. They've had late, and I realize they don't have. This is the This is the highest number they've had in years, right? 15. Yeah. But still, he's had a. The last five years have been pretty pathetic. Well, I think the thing though with Belichick, I bet you, I bet you, if you were to ask him, when you're drafting 35, when you're when you're when you've already lost your first round pick, I oh. th do we have a call? Yep. No, we got. Oh, a we call. Got a Here call. we go. Good evening. You're on the best damn sports show in Franklin County. Hello. Well, good evening, fellas. We got the three musketeers back together. Indeed. Hey, hey. Yeah, for one more night. This Bobby, is it. Thank, thanks a million for your you know, kayak pop. efforts. Really appreciate it. Oh, anytime, Duke. My pleasure. Yeah, My more pleasure, than kind. for sure. Just yeah. waiting for the lake to warm up a little bit. Yeah, at this yeah I know. I, when I brought them down, it was 75 degrees. Wow. A week later, they had three inches of snow on them. Yeah, we just need to get the lake level up. I know you kind of, I think, freaked out when you saw what the lake level was, huh? Yeah, it's slowly making its way back, I think. Hopefully. But thanks a bunch. Really appreciate it. Oh, you're it. very welcome, as always, Duke. My pleasure. Um, as far as the draft, uh, you know, uh, the number three spot with the 49ers, why, I, I think they're going to get this um, tight end, this Pitts kid. Now, they don't really need a quarterback. I've been curious what they have against Garoppolo. He led him to the Super Bowl. He had a tough fourth quarter in that Super Bowl, but he was playing, you know, the best team in football. And, uh, you know, as we know, he was injured last year. But to give up on him and grab a rookie that's never touched a football in the NFL and to think that he will be better, I mean, I, I'm scratching my head. I'll tell you what, though, the 49ers – have played this very, very well. You know, um, they kind of hinted out that they would take the quarterback from um, Alabama, which uh, that guy could actually slide to the end of the first. So uh, I have just a hunch that they will take this Pitts kid, probably, arguably, the best athlete in the draft. Boy, if you're right about that, Bobby, you should look for a new job because isn't every – 
every one of the draft gurus, everyone's saying they'll get, what, go after either Fields or whatever. Well, one of the, well is, you is would, anybody you, saying they won't You would never draft up to the number three position right. to draft so, anything but a quarterback. Right. Pitts actually is going to go next, right. uh, number but I'm four. I'm saying every, everybody, everybody is saying they'll They've draft already said, the, the 49ers have already said that Garoppolo is it's gone. gone. Yeah. yeah, I think it's they're history. going for a QB. Yeah. In, in Collar, you kind of answered your question. Uh, he, he is injury prone too. Yeah. Um, I think just forty percent of the games. That's that's probably the biggest knock. But but I hear you to, to hang him for one bad throw in a Super Bowl that they say I'm close, so close to winning. Why people throw him out is beyond me. Yeah. Also, and you got to remember you know, too about the Niners. Kyle Shanahan is completely infatuated to himself. He yeah. thinks he's the smartest football right. coach. He is brilliant. And he yeah. thinks he can take a rookie quarterback like Mac Jones yeah. and, and make it into the play. I and think Mac, they like their maybe backup the guy quarterback that hurt his knee better than Garoppolo. Yeah. And Mac's probably the guy who would do it. I mean, I think every pretty much everybody says, hey, if you want a guy who's going to be good on day one, maybe not the yeah. best down the road, Mac Jones yeah. with Shanahan Alabama system. Yeah, Shanahan likes the cerebral guy, and that's yeah. exactly what Jones is. Huh. Yeah, it, it should be interesting, but um, I, I would go with Garoppolo any day. He's had more good games than bad games. And, you know, uh, being a quarterback is tough in the NFL. Um, you know, you, the the kid from Clemson, he'll probably be good in time. I put him, like, with a Bur- Burroughs kid from, uh, from uh, Cincinnati. But the other guys, you can have an argument who's best, who isn't, and uh, – you know, when uh, three years ago when we got Goff and the other guy went to Philadelphia, both of them have moved on since. Yeah. These well, early um, picks or quarterbacks are really a crapshoot. I would rather go with that Pitts guy. I watched film on him. This guy is totally, totally amazing. I mean, uh, these quarterbacks come out every year, but this guy is a hybrid Tight end, and he is totally amazing. He's six feet six, two forty, and they said he may be the best tight end ever coming out out of college. And caller, to your point about question marks with a quarterback. I mean, other than. Trevor Lawrence that played for Clemson, uh, the number two pick, Zach Wilson, played for BYU in the WAC conference, which is not a hotbed of a uh, uh, conference. Mac Jones. There's well, BYU's qu- had a couple of big quarterbacks. Back 20 years ago. They haven't had a real good quarterback. Justin Steve Field. Young. That was twenty over twenty years ago. <laughs> yeah, is that longer? Is that right? Is Justin Fields, the uh, football factory, and this Trey Lance, which a lot of folks are enamored with, North Dakota State, is a Division yeah. two or three school. He didn't play football last year. They're yeah, just. I believe the knock on him is he's only had three hundred and some odd passes yeah. in college. Yep. But, you know, I mean, coaches are there to develop it. Yep. And you know what, though? I'm one of the few. I like this Fields kid from Ohio State. I watched him play Clemson, and he looked better oh. than the quarterback from Clemson. Yeah, yeah he looked um, a lot better than Trevor Lawrence that game. Yeah. I, I watched two of his draft days where, you know, you're in like a, an Astrodome uh, and God, he looked good to me. And, you know, I'm certainly no expert, but uh, he did look good. 
And Huck, law of averages does hook in once in a while. I mean, you're right about their terrible track record. That's not to say, you know, one of these years, they, they, one of these guys may be pretty good. But work ethic, and well, David that, that mentioned would be, that, that would be concerning. Beginning of the show. I mean, to me, and I don't follow college football all that much, but I look at a Tom Brady. He doesn't well me with his physical proudness. Oh. It, uh, the quarterback position's all about brain power, and they don't throw the ball downfield. Rarely they ever do that. In this forty-yard uh, dash speed, that is the most overrated thing. I mean, how many times go down forty yards? I'm gonna. It just doesn't happen that much. In Julian Edelman. Okay, one of the best receivers in the last 10 years was slower than molasses, yeah. but the guy could run a route and he could create separation. Speaking, and, speaking of which, uh, is he going to end up with Tampa? Will 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 Tampa maybe take it? No way. Now I've they, heard that kicked around a little bit. They they re-signed Antonio Brown today no, for did about they really? three and a half. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. How about also um, with alignment and stuff? They uh, they do their wingspan. Like these guys are going to fly around the field or something. Well, what they don't measure at the at the combine is the guy's heart. Yep, it's true. And what and uh, the one thing that they can't tell is whether the guy's a football player. Yeah. Some of these guys are athletes. D- David, the best example I can give you: the Giants drafted four or five years ago Evan Ingram, tight end. What a great athlete! Yeah. This guy can do everything. Mm-hmm. Except for catch. Well, uh, he's got, he doesn't have the grit. Yeah. You need and, – and I would be careful about taking a tight end because even the best ones, because of that position, because of their size, I think when they go downfield and they catch the ball, they get hurt a lot. Yeah. Three, four years is about all you're going to get out of a good one. Mm. Even the uh, even Gronk, the last few years, he's yeah. been beat up pretty good. No, over his career, Gronk probably missed what a, a third or a yeah. third of his games. Look at uh, look at our old buddy Bavaro, who I was yeah. I would say was the toughest, best tight end the Giants ever had. Yeah. He was a sure Hall of Famer, but injuries cut him down. And a racing guy that retired, who I thought was a great. Tight end, nobody will remember him. Jordan Reed from the Redskins. This guy was a fabulous player, but he was cut down by injuries. If um, if you play the tight end position the right way and you're a big blocker, yeah. you're going to get hurt. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But but this Pitts is worth taking a gamble on. This guy is going to be incredible. Um, you know, I I would draft if I pick number two, I would draft him. You know. I mean, uh, it, the guy looks that good. Yeah. Well, supposedly the quarterback the Jets are getting, he's got an arm like yeah. like a Nolan Ryan. Yeah, Zach Wilson, BYU. He's got a cannon arm, and he's a super confident kid. So he could be, he could be good, but you never know. And Dave, I've got the cure for your Yankees. <laughs> <laughs> Probably a subject he wasn't wasn't too eager to jump into. Hey, I'm I. No, you know what you guys are missing, Dave? Luke Boy. He's coming back. He's coming back <laughs> the next couple of days. I heard. He will turn that whole lineup around. And I read today they uh, or yesterday they're going to bench Sanchez. Yeah, you got a new catcher. Right. That catcher can hit too. Or Joshua. Or... Oh, okay. There, Sanchez. They thought that last year he was bad. He's hitting worse this year. He's hitting 160. 
and he's had it. He's had it. But I, uh, when all the Red Sox guys start giving me crap, I say, hey, look, I have not watched one second of a baseball game. I haven't listened to a baseball game. Is that, is that right? Duke, or David, yeah, tell Duke. Nor have I. Tell Duke what you did after Rob Manfred. I canceled my MLB subscription. He called up and canceled. Because of all the woke culture. And tell him, ask him, tell, tell Duke what you asked. So I asked the guy when I was canceling it, I said, I said, am I the only one that's doing this? He goes, no. He goes, I've done a ton today. I'll be doing a ton tomorrow. Really? Uh, they, uh, it was too much for me. And the, the, of course, the thing is with the Yankees, I don't like the way they're built. They've got too many right-handers. They got too many guys that can hit and can't feel. Not enough pitching, seemingly. Oh, their pitching isn't the problem. Oh, that's okay. Uh, Kluber pitched seven innings yesterday. Duke, let me uh. tell you something about the Yankees pitching. And when they're in last place, that's your assumption. The New York Yankees have the second best ERA oh, really? in the American League really? at a stunning 3.34. Oh, really? My, yeah. my apologies. Yeah, they're, they're, they're hitting. Their defense and the other guy who's really mm. stunk up the joint is Torres. Right. And and then you throw in uh, Stanton, who's been erratic at best, and Frazier hasn't done much. There, there's a whole pile of them. They're all, but I don't like the way they hit. They don't. It's either a home run or an out. The Bronx Bombers, as we sit here right now, do. Yeah. Collectively as a team, they're hitting 210. Wow. The and Boston Red Sox uh, are first in the league. 285 or two, something? 272. 272. And Duke, if you were a 230 player, a okay, batter, you probably would think you're getting sent down to Pawtucket. Huh. You're or, an average or, or player. Or, or, the or, average or, batting or Worcester, average. Worcester is the case. Okay, maybe. Worcester. The average batting average in baseball right now is 230. Wow, That's really. terrible. 230. It's awful. And strikeouts were on the usual trend oh, for awful. strikeouts. And the games, you can't watch them. It's, uh, yeah. And they're, they're doing everything they can to antagonize their best customers. Interesting. Which well, is, that's what makes baseball so boring now. Yeah. You know, and I've been thinking of you guys because I watch my Nats every night. My enjoyment level, and I'm not just doing this to jump on your bandwagon, it has gone down about 50%. And I would kill you if you ever took my baseball away from me. You did it now. It, it really again, went our friend, it, our friend Joe said he's, he's finished when I asked well, about the Joe's Red Joe's like David. The but war, you're, you're hanging in with your net Because I like David's integrity. Well, yeah. I'm not, I don't have that much integrity. You know, but, uh, but, but, Hawk, you're hanging in. Did you I'm, think about, well, again, you do a no, sports show every week. It would be a little hard to walk But, around. again, as we discussed every week, this ain't the baseball we grew up watching. It just, it's a whole, and David, I think, aptly put it last week, it's a softball game. The product, the product they're putting out isn't good. Now, as for the world culture, <laughs> there's nobody worse than football. <laughs> so, so anyway, uh, but, so we are a little hypocritical. Right, I, meant, really... I, I meant to ask Joe when he said, "I'm, you know, forget the Red Sox here, or forget baseball." I, I should have said, "What are you hanging with the Patriots?" Which I think he is. What about the Colin Copper? You guys went crazy about yes, we did. that. So what's the, why is he hanging with? Again, I realize you can't speak for him, but I said, "Boy, I know a lot of guys are mad at the Red Sox." And don't want anything to do with them because LeBron James just bought it. Ask the caller. Ask the caller if that meant anything to him. Caller? Yes. 
How's your good buddy LeBron James doing? You know, he is ruining a lot of sports. No, I, I just don't care for the guy. I, I think they need a mental evaluation of him. Um, that He's burning every bridge. I mean, um, he, he's not doing the proper things for the game of sports or saying the proper things for the game of sport. Um, he's, you know, I really can't put it into words, but he, he's not a nice guy. And he owns a percentage, too, because the Red Sox. Yeah, I don't think a big – yeah, he's owner of the F Fenway Sports Group, FSG. Yep. For, the, for the record, I see things. I won't bore you with my feelings, but I don't lose sleep over this stuff. The, um, and I also happen to think he's, he can easily make the case he's uh, the best basketball player to have ever oh. lived, which I realize is irrelevant right. to, yeah, to you. Yeah, that, that's – you know, I didn't tap into that part. No, I'm I, just I saying him personally. Sure, I Dr. Understand. J – they just had a. There was just a thing in the paper today. Doctor J, who we all consider a great basketball player. Oh, I thought you meant my dentist. I thought I thought you meant the former <laughs> no, no, Dr. former J, person uh, on this. Julie show. Okay, UMass. Julie Serving put his all NBA teams together. His first team was uh, maybe Kareem, Elgin Baylor, Bill Russell, blah blah blah. Like Larry Bird, Magic Johnson. No, 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 LeBron. No LeBron, and oh. the internet crowd has that's been insane. going nuts that's, on that's, him. that's insane. And and what uh, he said about LeBron, he goes, he goes, when I was playing, the owners ran the league, and LeBron has been able to go and pick his own team, and get to play with whoever he wants. We never had that opportunity. Yeah, sure. So when you're picking all these other guys, no wonder you're winning. Yeah. Now, that being said, <clears throat> Still I, LeBron James, player. LeBron James, I've said it before, could take the three of us and Bobby and they'd still get in the NBA Finals. Yeah. But <laughs> LeBron in the China fiasco last year just I – mean, Well, I all think, you have to do is look at the ratings. Sure. I think the other yeah. thing with LeBron – is let's face it, LeBron's not that bright a guy. He's only he's not he's a high school graduate. I'm sure he's getting prodded and pushed by the handlers and the PR and the Nike guys, sure and they're pushing him into all that crap. And what did Michael Jordan say, David? Supposedly, this quote is always uh, supposedly. He, uh, he he was criticized for not taking a political stand, and I quote, supposedly, hey. Republicans buy sneakers too. And uh, no, uh, LeBron is is. I think LeBron has been. He's getting bad advice. You know the thing is, you're, well, the politics. Just keep it out of sports. Have your opinion. Have your beliefs. This is still America. Believe what you want to believe, and everybody has that right. But to drag it onto the court, onto the baseball field, the football field. That's where I have trouble. Exactly. It's ruining yeah. it. Every sport is down. It's going down. I mean, the direction they're going is not good. Color, that expression, just shut up and dribble, says it all. The, um, Perfect. You know what I tell everybody? If I want a sermon, I'll get it from Mass on Sunday. Yep. All I want for my sports is to be entertained yep. with the sport. Yep. And yeah, that's all anybody wants. No. But you realize you've lost, like I said, the horse is long out of the barn, and it's getting 
getting worse from your point of but, view by the day. Is but it? like the caller you just said, you don't, said, never, you don't, you don't actually ratings. think it could go back to being all sports, do you? Yeah. Ratings no, are... you hope that, but yeah. forget it, it's gone. Well, if they're smart, and you know what, eventually, eventually... I suppose money might talk. If yes, they, yeah, it does. Maybe. It's going to take a... It's going to take a, a good long while. There's that. always a snapback. Yeah. Yeah, well, we'll, you know see. your sponsors will start backing out. Well, your big corporations, though, Bob, are are tied right in with that crowd. They can't. They can't. They're falling all over themselves to be in with that bunch uh, because they all. They none of them want to be labeled racist or Marxist or sexist or whatever the the ism is of the day, and mm. they're they're falling. I'll give you an example. Uh, General Motors. General Motors, who. <laughs> sells a pile of stuff and almost none to the eco-warriors, all right? Our best-selling stuff is heavy-duty pickup trucks and Yukons and SUVs. And even though we have a, our, some stuff that gets decent mileage, we, we don't handle the Prius. We aren't in the Prius crowd. But to listen to them talk, that's who they're basing all their advertising. That's where they're doing all their stuff. And it seems to me to be so counterintuitive. So G GM is doing that? Oh, terrible. Really? Terrible. They're, Although they're, they are going to, what, all electric by they are, they're 2035? Pushing out electric. They're pushing out electric, which <clears throat> I'm, I'm okay with that. I yeah. mean, uh, if, if the market's there, uh, go ahead and do it. But the whole rest of the thing, I had to do three, three uh, survey. Uh, they do these tests every quarter that you have to do. And uh, diversity, inclusion, and equality. <laughs> and I'm f thinking to myself, and they, they're showing a few things, and I'm thinking, you know what, as a car dealer, we, if we're smart, the only color we ever see is green. That's right. <laughs> we don't care, and you know, they don't want you to judge a book by its cover and all that. We've never judged a book by its cover. When you live in Vermont and you get some guy coming in and he's got work boots on and he looks like hell, he could be a millionaire. Really? And, and if you're <laughs> smart, but that's the stuff that really offends me so much. I don't need them telling me how to do that. And, uh, and they were talking, some guy was, uh, they used some example of some Hispanic guy at work. The service manager was giving him a hard time because his English isn't that good. Hmm. Let me tell you something. If we got a mechanic <laughs> who can work, we don't care what language he's speaking because you can't find him. Right. That the, the, it's so hard to get help right now. Right. It's unbelievable. Well, I'm glad the state finally. They probably should have done it months ago. They finally. I told Hawk on the course. Yeah, they, they finally took off the waiver of the work search right. required. So that's coming. Hopefully, that'll get a few more bodies out there looking for jobs. The uh, while they're saying that, up until this thing, it, you got to. They're getting paid. Guys are getting paid about between twenty to twenty-five bucks an hour to stay right. home. Why there's talk about legislature wasting, and maybe that's a little strong, but $15 minimum wage, I think the market's going to probably deal with that. You know, I think they Good could luck. Yeah. maybe be dealing with other stuff. So, yeah, I got, I got to say hello, hello, goodbye to the caller. Anything else, caller? Hello? 
No, no, that's it, guys, and um, have a happy draft night tomorrow night, and I hope you guys get who you wish for. I appreciate that. Good night. Hey, thanks a lot. Thanks again. Um, Duke, Duke touched on that. I didn't realize that you didn't have to look for work. And I told Duke no, for months, for, yeah, for well, years you had to. Right. I didn't realize, but I told Duke had a client a few days ago, just started work at Husky, which is a really good company. They pay really well down good there. Good benefits. Yep. Really solid company. Oh, yeah, he solid. told me, and I'm thinking, you got to be kidding me, that uh, they have 15 open positions down there that they cannot fill. Oh, I think they have ton, ton, tons of companies. Oh. Oh. Here we go. I'm seeing. Here we go. Yeah, here yeah, we go. Good evening. You're on the best damn sports show in Franklin County. Hello. Yes. Hello. I uh, I'm just coming on board. I always like to call before the draft. Uh, you probably already discussed it, but uh, I'm uh, David and uh, David and Nighthawk. What position do you think the Giants are going to draft at 11? What position? Unfortunately, Leonard, I think the Giants are going to draft a receiver. I'm a huge Rashawn Slater guy, and I wouldn't mind mo moving up to get Penny Sewell uh, tackle out of Oregon. Mm -hmm. uh, but I, I think Devontae Smith is going to be the pick. I hope not. Oh, or Waddle, whoever's there. Waddle Don't will go Waddle over Smith. Waddle be because of uh, of uh, Smith's limited physical stature. Well, Waddle's better yards after the catch too. I think of the Giants, it's all up in the air. It all depends on how it goes. Because we talked about this. With all these quarterbacks going early, it means that a lot of these better players will be available to the Giants. So they should be able to get a good player. Oh, they will. I will. But I, but I think, uh, if it, uh, you know, unless the Penny Stools of the world are still on the board, um, you know, I think they'll go after a receiver if one of those two Alabama products are on the board. Yeah. Is Sewell, yeah, because, uh, is he going to go ahead of Slater? Yeah, Penny oh, Sewell. Get a good offensive lineman. Well, if you get a good one, Penny Sewell. Then you can pick up a pretty good receiver in the second round. He's yeah. a, lot, a lot of receivers. Because I think Sewell Land will go like the fifth spot to the Bengals. I think mm -hmm. Rashawn Slater could be available for the Giants. And again, mm -hmm. I mentioned on the show, Pro, uh, Pro Football Focus had the Giants' offensive line ranked 31 out of 32 teams. And mm -hmm. I saw every play, and that's pretty much what I saw. Mm -hmm. no, no place to go but up. Mm. No place to go but up. Yeah. How are your Braves doing, Leonard? Well, we're, I don't know, we're like a half or a game out. We're not even playing well. There's the Mets, the Mets who, who are concerned all of a sudden. They're, they're $350 million man there. He's hitting about 220, but tell the league's only hitting about 230. The entire MLB yeah. is hitting about 230. The Mets didn't yeah. sign him, did they? Yeah, Lindor is hitting. Did they sign him? Yeah, to about, like Len said, about 350. They did sign him. And he's not even hitting his weight. And I, what I do meant. You make of the, what do you make of the lack of hitting? By, what do you make of it here early? <sighs> I have a theory. I'm not saying I'm right, but. Wasn't all that many years ago, Leonard, maybe 20, if a guy could touch 90 miles an hour on the guns, 
he, he was a flamethrower. Now mm -hmm. we've got guys throwing 100 miles an hour. I don't know and also how. also not necessarily straight fastballs. I heard somebody talking, maybe Buster Olney was talking about that today. Not only flamethrowers, but with a lot of spin, yeah. with, with movement yeah. on those balls. And, of course, we discussed on the show last week, there's a minor league, I'm not sure which league, is going to experiment with putting the pitcher's mound back one foot to 61 yeah, feet that. and yeah, six really inches. So right. you could see changes uh, coming in, in, in baseball. Hmm. Well, I don't think you're going to ever see that at the major league level. You'll never see that. At the well, Len, I would have agreed with you before the season started, but uh, here we are close to May, and Major League Baseball literally is hitting 230 as an average. And we're, a month, we're a month into the season. And Lent, to say that you're hitting 230, and I say Leonard Parent's an average hitter at 230. What, 20 years ago, you'd be down in Gwinnett trying to learn how to hit. Well, yeah, I there's some a, other rules. Uh, I still one one that I'd like to see the new contract have, and I'm very strong on this. I want to do away with the shift. Mm. I, you got to keep you got to keep two infielders on each side of the bag. I, I think that's one way to help things out. I hate to get into stuff no. like Leonard. That. Right, it's a slippery slope. You start. I watched the Nat game last night. Boy, we're horrible, and we had the shift on, and the batter. Wow, brilliant. They he bunted down third base really? uh, in yeah, shirt. How many do that, though? Not you many. Know, not many, you know. Right, not many. And our question is, why? Why don't they? Oh, well. Maybe, maybe one of these years. They figure that money's not on bunting, but it's a hit. But, uh, you know, that would take care of the shift if everybody did it, obviously. Yep. The, uh, the shift has ruined. The shift has made ground balls about 40 or 50 points. Uh, lower for batting average. Uh, mm -hmm. Before the shift, guys that were hitting ground balls hit 40 to 50% higher. Yeah. Now with the shift, because they know where the guy's hitting it. So they, the ground ball, the ground balls are really uh, almost automatic outs but now. David, what an indictment of the hitters as we right, talk about these you. hitters. Oh, well, they're how, all taught How hard to is it to up. go the other way or bunt? They're taught to swing up to, to uppercut. Mm -hmm. So they're all striking out. And when they do hit a grounder, they hit it into the shift. Mm -hmm. So it makes course, for no hits. Of course, you've got analytics, wow. which you didn't have 20, you know, you didn't even have probably yeah. uh, 15 years ago to the point you have it today. They know every hitter's hot zone, yeah. uh, and, and it's, a, it's just a lot of averages. I mean, where do you pitch him, and where does he hit it? Yeah. And, and they have that right in front of them. You but, know? So, so I, 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 that's the first thing I would do if I was commissioner. I'd get rid of the ship. I get would, rid too. Of the ship. Not really, me. I hate, I hate. Yeah. And what about extra innings? A runner on second. I don't base? like that either. Oh, I don't like. I don't I like that. Don't like that at all. Like that. Now, Leonard, uh, one new rule in the collective bargaining agreement this winter that will come up is the universal universal designated hitter, where you can use the designated hitter as long as your starting pitcher is in. Once your starter is out then the pitcher has to hit in the designated hitter position. Is that both leagues? Both leagues. Really? Yeah. In Mark, that I'm way, sorry. run that, run that, run that by me again. Okay, I will run that. Okay. The designated hitter 
will start the game as long and will be in the game as long as your starting pitcher is in. Huh. Now, us National League <laughs> people that like the no designated hitter because of strategy huh. at the end of the game, if you're going six innings and you're out of the game as a starting pitcher, all of a sudden the pitcher's in the oh, game. Really? And that's when the double switching will occur and all that stuff. <clears throat> so you'll have some strategy at the end of the ball Which game. Are, yeah, like I'm a real American see that league guy. I can't going in the American League, though. <clears throat> um, because they're – can you imagine if the Red Sox would have had to take out Big Poppy over the last 15 years? Yeah. Because the starting pitcher only went two innings, yeah. you'd have to take out David Ortiz. I don't think so. MLB MLB players will never go with that. that no. That's that's never would happen. You're not ever going to see that. Yeah, that seems, and I'll that tell seems you why, hard to believe. Why do you want pitchers in Major League Baseball hitting when they don't hit at AAA? Well, because of the strategy, even in the, which even, be, in the, even in the National League, they don't hit at AAA. But because it makes managers work a little bit, and it makes managers well, worth something. Richard, Richard, but they, but they're not training them to hit. They're not hitting at AAA. Right, or but it, that's fine. But it's still, but it still injects some strategy into the game, which you sure as heck well, don't typically no, have no, in in the what, American League. I tell you what. Uh, you know, most of the pitchers in the National League will hit. It doesn't take a hell of a lot of strategy. Yeah. You pitch to them and you get them out. But Leonard, two points. Yeah, but we're talking the double switches and stuff. You don't have anything yeah. like that in the American yeah. League. Two points. Your wife, Diane, could manage an American League baseball team. There's <laughs> really little effort. Fill in the scorecard. Uh, number two, who is the best athlete on the baseball team in high school? It's always the pitcher. Okay. Who plays and, short when he's not pitching? <laughs> thank you, Len. And they're also a good hitter. I think part of the problem with baseball is they give up on the pitchers on how to hit. Okay. Wait, how about starting making them hit? Let's go back and yeah, have like them, Shawnee, have them uh, hit. Like Tony or whatever his name is from the, the pitcher can hit. Yep. Guess who pinch hit the other night in one of the great. Dodger Padres game. He had Clayton Kershaw pinch hitting in extra innings. Okay. He struck out. First time he had ever faced a, probably a lefty specialist. He's a good hitting pitcher. But uh, well, I don't baseball, have a problem with that. Baseball is in the, the only thing that's going to save baseball in America are, are the Latin fans, ultimately, and the Latin player. They're going to save baseball because young white children are uh, you know, they don't watch baseball. They don't. My, my son coaches a nine-year-old team. He says he's got one player that's ever watched a game on TV. Wow. They're, you know, they're with their tablets and things. I mean, that's just the reality of it. Yeah. I mean, the Hispanic fans and players will ultimately save Major League Baseball in America. That's but, Leonard, baseball could die because if you look back in 1950 – the two most popular sports in this country, number one was boxing, number two was horse racing. Times so baseball mm -hmm. was number three then? I think so. Times change, and baseball for the younger generation, it's a very slow, methodical, cerebral game where everything today is instant gratification. I, I can see baseball uh, dying in 20, 20 years. Yeah, I guess that's not a crazy thought. Yeah, no, I, I, I hear you. I hear you. I, I, it's going to be hard to, uh, uh, you know, c come up with uh, large fan bases because, you know, this is what's happening now from the 20-year-old crowd down. Yep. 
I mean, uh, you're not going to pull many baseball fans out of that demographic. Exactly. And Leonard, back when we were kids, we'd watch a baseball game in two hours and 18 minutes. Now it's oh, three yeah. three hours and 18 minutes. It's, yeah, it's, well, keep the batters in the batter's box. They were supposed to do that. They didn't do a thing exactly. about that. Yep. I mean, they, they're, they're out of the batter's box adjusting their gloves on every pitch. Yep. Do away with that. Yep. Well, you and know, uh, uh, when was the last time uh, you they, they have the games? The games start too late. Mm-hmm. And the playoffs, which are the best games, they start at 8 yep. or 9 o'clock. Yep. No, uh, no school kid can watch yep. uh, a high school, uh, can watch a baseball game, not until they're in high school. Yep. Well, I'll tell you what, it doesn't make any difference, David. Not many want them. No. Well, it's an <laughs> not ugly. Not many want them. <laughs> what, what they're putting on the field is an ugly product. But I'll the, tell you the what. Only, the only way you get baseball players today uh, is if, you know, the parents live and breathe baseball, and they teach their kids that. Uh, and, but even then, uh, you, can't, you can't overcome the computer age, the tablet age, the texting age. Yep. Uh, they, they won't sit and watch ball games. Well, they the other thing. Watch ball games. Leonard, the other thing with, with youth sports, where the youth player finally becomes good, it's not in all of the organized leagues with the parents hovering over them. How guys got good. John LeClaire didn't become a good hockey player. Running, a, John LeClaire got to be a good hockey player by playing in a rink after school and shooting pucks in the driveway. And the, when we were kids, we all used to play baseball. We could get four, five, or six guys, and you could have a oh, baseball yeah. game. You think even my kid who played baseball, I never, I never saw once any of my kids get together with any of their friends and let's go over to Holden Park and play baseball. Never. Never happens. My kid could no. care less about sports than his father, I think, kinds of like sports. My kid could care less about any Yeah, sports. they don't care. They don't even. Well, it's a different know. age. It's a different age. There's too much to, uh, you know, their 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 brain is bombarded by so much more than ours was. Well, I mean, I think uh, I think uh, Hawk is right. Sports can really lose their crowd. I'll give you another example of a sport that was riding high and high and wide 20 years ago was NASCAR. NASCAR, NASCAR mm-hmm. was. Every every race was a sellout. You couldn't get tickets. Now nobody's watching it. You're not you're not blaming that, are you, on an infusion of politics, or no, is that no NASCAR? I'm not blaming on politics. NASCAR, I'm blaming because the product got boring. Huh. But the cars stopped. The cars weren't what you call racy, hmm. and. It's like watching a car go around. How much fun is it to watch a car drive on the interstate? <laughs> At least the Formula One and the Indy cars, they pass and there's there's action. Speaking of which, Montreal Grand Prix was canceled today for the summer. Yeah, um, I listened to CJAD. They had yeah. quite a discussion about that. Yeah. Well, uh, Montreal, Canada's a mess. Yeah. 
It's it's terrible. Luck. I guess I guess Jim Douglas. I guess there finally some serious talk. I saw Jean Charest, the former Quebec premier, decent guy. I guess he and Jim Douglas, our former governor, they're among some folks on both sides of the border trying to come up with some plan for reopening the border at some point. But Duke, you can't cross province to province. No, in fact, I think the Quebec Ontario border. They just shut that down. It's shut down re- because recently. I watch a crew show every wow. night. The guy, listen. Wow. Outside Ottawa, four miles from the Quebec border, he yeah. says he can't even get into Quebec. Yeah, Let I, me I tell think you how my, down the my daughter-in-law's oh, parents are going to come to see her this summer. Wow. What, fly to Boston fly to or something? Boston. Really? And then they're going to go pick them up down there. Wow. Oh my gosh. And then what they'll do is after they're here for their two weeks, drive them to the border and have somebody come pick them up when they walk across the border like they're going across the bridge. Wow. The Ramajan Bridge in, in Berlin. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that well, Canada, Canada is always in the top three places to live in the world. I mean, it has a great reputation. I do not know why they cannot get more vaccine. They just, they're, they're, they just don't have enough vaccine, number one. Didn't I hear, I think I heard today that just 1% of Canadians have had both Two shots or oh, something? it's crazy. It's absolutely wow. crazy. I mean, they're, they're, that's a modern country. They said it's uh, one of the top three places to live in the world. And uh, it's, uh, I, don't, I don't get it. Australia, Australia obviously, is one of the top three places to live in the world. They've got plenty of doses. Now, Israel seems to be doing Israel, probably as, Israel as good as anybody. Israel vaccinated well everybody. Anybody. They don't even have it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Israel's trying to vaccinate a state. I mean, I, you know, I'd still have a lot easier than uh, yeah. going, uh, you know, but, uh, I really. The real problem but, in Canada is their socialized medicine hmm. had everything was at 100% utilization before the COVID hit. If you wanted to get something, it was months to get in uh, to get to see a doctor. And um, I don't know if I told I I might have told Hawk last week. I had a customer, or not a customer, but a good friend of ours, who was up in Canada, broke his leg, broke his leg up there, older fella. He was in the hallway on a cot for two days, finally called home, and they sent an ambulance up there to go pick him up so that they could take care of him. That's how bad their health care is right now. It's just awful. Well, you think that's bad. This, uh, the pandemic has exposed their nursing homes. They found that their nursing homes were squalid, basically. Oh, I, I, it's, it's too much socialization up there. That's the problem. Well, you want to get, you want to get used to it because, uh, you know, a social democratic governments, uh, you're going to see more of them, not less of them. Well, maybe well, not. Well, Europe, Europe, Europe doesn't seem to be going that way. Social democratic countries aren't. Aren't Venezuela, uh, not Cuba. We're not talking those kind of countries. We're talking the Germanys of the world, the Swedens of the world. They're socially democratic countries, and they're great places. They're great places. Well, there's... Leonard, Leonard, you're on top of Germany. Boy, Angola's almost out of there, correct? She is, yes. And they can't get a handle. They're the richest country in in the European Union, and they can't get a handle on COVID. They're still in a tight lockdown. And they don't have enough vaccine. Wow. So um, I don't know if it was just money, not enough money to get it. Uh, but, hey, uh, I don't want to I don't want to cause a problem. 
But, but, <laughs> but I'd like to hear somebody give Donald J. Trump credit for us having enough vaccine because it, whether you like the guy or whether you hate the guy, he deserves the credit for getting us because we are way ahead of most countries with the vaccine. I certainly agree that he deserves some. I'm not sure how much Operation, he, he deserves some credit. Operation Warp Speed. Because you know what? And it would be nice if somebody said, you know what? Trump was so and so, but he got us on the ball lot. to get a vaccine in less than a year to handle this thing and, and have a 95 percent efficiency rating. That's pretty good. Yeah. That well, that was David, well done. What country? What other country in the world do you think would have done that? None, none, and they That's haven't. Right. <laughs> so I I think whoever uh, pretty much was in the White House at that time uh, would have done that. So no way. I'll give Trump credit on that. No way. I, I, think, I think so too. But I say I think he does thing. deserve some credit. I think he Biden does. would have For been that, smarter. He deserves credit. Had Biden somehow given him a little credit anyway? Yeah. No, he yeah, should get well, credit yeah, for the yeah, vaccine. You know. But anyway, uh, but okay, I always look forward to draft night, and um, uh, we'll let you go, gentlemen, and uh, enjoy the rest of your show. Thanks, Len. Thanks, Len. Thanks for calling. Bye-bye. I'm watching Bill O'Reilly yesterday, one of the— And how—what's he he on? Like podcast or something? Podcast. I pay— um, my yearly subscription, <laughs> and, and uh, old friend Bill O'Reilly. One, one of the question was about Operation Warp Speed: is why President Joe Biden doesn't give him credit, and he says because his crowd would go absolutely bonkers if Joe gave him any credit. And that's accurate. Another reason might be that Trump still says he won the election by a landslide. Well, I'd say Biden's got some pretty good reasons well, not to, but I agree. Yeah. Trump does deserve some credit. Yeah. I am here to make a prediction, though. The Republicans will get the Senate and the House in 2022. I'm not giving a night hot guarantee, but I'm close. Well, well I guess we well, should. Uh, I would make the point that Republicans basically handed the Democrats, the two Georgia Senate seats. They did. They basically, with some of those people saying, hey, elections are frauds, don't vote. So, you know, just for the record, Republicans blew not having control of the Senate right now. Don't say the Democrats did it. Republicans blew. Oh, they uh, they got fleeced. They they got only themselves to blame. don't vote. Only themselves to blame. So, Duke, I ripped this piece off the uh, computer the other night, thought of you. You asked a question a couple weeks ago. Is Anthony Lamb still on the Houston Rockets? And, of course, former UVM, graduated a couple years ago. Anthony Lamb came off the bench for 31 minutes and hit eight of 14 shots and four three-pointers for career-high 21 points, one rebound and one assist in Saturday's loss to Denver. The Rockets were missing John Wall, Christian Wood, Daniel House, DJ Augustine, Kevin Porter Jr., and Avery Bradley tonight and played just seven players. Wow. Lamb was able to go off in this one, at least as far as scoring goes, but it will be very hard to trust going forward. You probably can find him, blah, blah, blah. So, so wow, that's wow. He had one, one great game anyway. And Duke, and I know we don't talk much basketball here, but I continue to watch the Celtics. Well, what about it? I happened to hear Kendrick Perkins. Uh, he was blasting. And you don't him. know what pain is. Now, Duke, I want to correct you strongly, and I agreed with you. About a month ago, you said, Hawk, 
Would you say that Celtics are a second-tier team? Or is that said, too kind? Duke, you hit the nail on the head. Third, third tier? Well, I'm kind of going fourth tier. Now, listen to really? this. They played Oklahoma City last night, okay, on a 14-game losing streak. Yeah. Played Philly the night before, lost by 31 points. Oklahoma City did. So they're yes. back-to-back games. Right. Even. Back-to-back on the back end. The average age of their starting lineup last night was 20. Was 20? You mean Oklahoma? Yes, Oklahoma. Right. <laughs> Keep in mind that Baylor Bears, the college national championship, had, team. had an average age of 22. All right, so their average age was 20, which included two 19-year-olds in the starting five, okay? And we lost to them last night by, I, I, like, nine points. I think, I think it ended up 119-115, but it wasn't that It wasn't, wasn't that, that close. close. Uh, but just unbelievable. Did watch be, uh, I watched some. I didn't see the game, but I caught some of the postgame. Kendrick Perkins just... Totally ripped Well, them. let me tell you something, Duke, about this team. And there are a lot of people, apparently, that watch the show because I'm getting support now about trading Jalen Brown. There, I'm reading a lot on the Internet from the pundits about they need to change the uh, structure of this team and Jalen Brown's probably the guy they can trade and get something for. Duke, they have horrible team defense. They shoot too many three-pointers. They don't pass the ball. Um, Marcus Smart, tonight, they're playing a big game against Charlotte. He threatened a ref last night. And threatened a ref? Threatened a ref. He's, he's got a one-game suspension really? for that. Yeah. Uh, Kemper Walker, the Celtics got fleeced. When they traded Terry Rozier to the Hornets. Wait, Terry Rozier's been doing pretty good. Very good player. Huh? And we got a crippled Kemba Walker who's out again with another injury. He did have injury. one good game a week ago, but right. just once in a while yeah. has a good so, game. And uh, that doesn't even count the other guy they gave him, the, the oh, forward. And plus they got uh, uh, the uh, guy. Gordon Hayward. Hayward, yeah. Uh, so this has been a no. I don't mind – a losing team because before the season I have a pretty good feel what my team's going to do. Okay, they're horrible. Is the coach losing? Is that it, might well, be? Are they, hey, is that, he, has that, he lost a lot? I mean, you're on top of this, but I'm hearing that from the yeah, like Felger and uh, Holly and stuff that there's yeah more more rumblings that Stevens maybe has lost these uh, guys. Brad Stevens missed the boat last week or two weeks ago when he. Didn't take the Indiana job. Don't know if he was offered, right. but it was reported last week right. that Indiana was ready to give him a $10 million a year for the for next years. seven years, really? $70 million. Maybe he didn't want to go back to Indiana, the pressure of Indiana. I would have thought when uh, North Roy, Carolina's coach. Roy's, Roy's former coach, uh, Coach Smith. Coach I'm, Smith. I thought I'm sorry, Roy Williams. Roy, Roy Williams. Williams. You're thinking of Dean yeah. Smith. I got and, Roy. I got Roy right here. And I thought that would have been a perfect location for Brad Stevens yeah. to go. I mean, North Carolina is the mecca of college basketball. No, no, in Indiana. Indiana is high school wise. No, in, no, college basketball. It's, well, I guess it's North Carolina. Okay. Yeah. High school basketball is Indiana. Right, but Indiana is huge for basketball. Big, big. And the other thing too about the Celtics, and I need to get their their draft picks for the last half a dozen years. Uh, and I love Danny Ainge, but he he's done a Bill Belichick as far as drafting. But, Just, but I mean, Tate, I mean Tatum, Tatum, well, and Duke. Your kid could have. Dr- Drafted Tatum. 
Right, what, but I'm just saying. But I'm just saying. For the record, they were Tatum and and Jalen Brown were pretty pretty good. Great, right, uh, number two picks, and a number right? three pick. That, that so it that, takes, that doesn't right, no genius. So you're talking lower picks. Lower in this guy they picked this year. Uh, and, uh, who I, I don't you, even know there for who? who who's, uh, Aaron Neesmith. Is he has he from playing? Vanderbilt. Is he playing at all? Jay Billis, who I respect, former Dukey huh. ESPN basketball analyst, pretty good basketball player himself. And I quote, he's the best shooter coming out of college. Uh-huh. And I said, fine, that's just exactly what we need. Have we seen this guy? Oh, he plays. He's been terrible. We picked up. Uh, For the record, Pritchard been, has been decent at times, he, he right? He scored 28 points last night because yeah. Kemba wasn't Payton. playing. Uh, we picked up former Dukey last week, Jabari oh, Parker. Jabari, huh. Number two pick overall six years ago. Oh. Andrew Wiggins was picked before him, number two. Complete flop. This is his sixth team he's playing on. And this is the thing I don't know. Uh, A lot of knocks on this guy, but he plays no defense. So I'm thinking, and I truly don't know the answer, and I'm not being sarcastic. These guys are such great athletes. Can't you teach them how to play defense? Yeah, you think. Well, defense requires intestinal fortitude. You're right. And do you remember Paul Silas? No, I Early, love great 70, player. No, talk about one of my favorite, yeah. incredible offensive oh, rebounder, tough guy. I, I remember an interview no, I love near, Paul nearly 50 years ago. Paul, you, yeah. you seem to do a great job on the offensive boards. What makes you any different than yeah. the other ball players? And he said, it's all hard. No, I, you you want to go yeah. in there and get dirty and do it. Yeah. Oh, talk and, about one of my favorite Celtics. I love and Paul I'll Silas. tell you what, the, the kid from uh, Atlanta Hawks, Trey... Not, yeah, not Trey Young. Uh, and I can't remember his name. This guy... Spacing out. Can sh- Incredible score, three right? Three-pointer from half court. This guy, but you've got to watch the game to watch him play defense. He literally will stand there with his hands on the side. Puts zero effort really? into it. And if people complain about the yeah. NBA not playing defense, yeah. yeah. And but it just kills me, Duke. And Jason Tatum, great shooter. He's a ball hog. You know, they he does not make the people around him better. This team is a uh, complete disarray. Wow. And yes. I was in such disgust after the game. Okay. I didn't watch Perkins after the game. Well, here, uh, here's, here's some of what Kendrick said, and I, and I can understand why he didn't. Most embarrassing loss of the season. Uh, didn't play hard. No sense of urgency. Uh, a piece of humble pie. He just, he just totally ripped them. You know another guy who uh, would fit that bill? Dennis Rodman. Oh, Another God. guy who gave, who right. did all the dirty work. Love him or hate him, but what a the tough, tough player. Dirtiest of yeah. dirty work, hard yeah. rebounder. David, no, that's a hustled. great guy to throw in. Yeah, yes. great guy. Yes. He might no. have averaged eight points in his career, yeah. but did all Incredible. the dirty work. Yeah, that's a great work. player to throw yeah. in. Yeah. Thank you. I think, Michael, I think Mr. Jordan would acknowledge that he'd probably have a few less championships without uh, and Dennis not having done this. And had he off the sign. deep end, he yeah. would have Of course, you're talking about you're referring to our former ambassador to North Korea, of course. <laughs> <Right>. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe we should throw him back over there these days. Yeah. So, Duke, a couple things. Um, we, what, a, what a guy. I, but, yeah, I, tough player. Tough player, but. Yeah. Duke, I talked a lot about the young phenom Bobby, Bobby Dahl back of the Red Sox. Yeah, who finally got his first right. homer last and night. And, of course, he kept bringing the strikeouts up. So you kind of piqued my curiosity. Remind me to talk about Franchi. What's, what's Franchi's last Cordero. Had about 23 strikeouts in his first 49 Red Sox yeah. at best. So 
I'll start with Frenchie Cordero. That's the guy I believe they got from the Royals for Andrew Benintendi. I, I, I could be I mistaken. Guess. I don't know. I guess so guy he's played 18 games, 46 at-bats, 24 strikeouts. No, I was a little off. That's more that's than good. 50%. Yeah, that's, that's impressive. And Bobby Dahlbeck, who if you would have asked me before the season, I would have put $1,000 down and told you, don't worry, Duke, he's going to get a – 30 home runs. And I would have told you, yeah, with 200 strikeouts if he's playing every so day. So he's got 61 at-bats. He's got 22 strikeouts yeah, in 19 games. So And one one homer. So I hate, I'm sorry. I, I, can, you think I can't I can, stand that baseball. You think it, I can get into a player like that? You're crazy. You're cra- and let me say about, I've kind of, I was paying no attention. I was into golf when I was down south. But I've gotten into the Red Sox a bit coming back. But I was watching a game about a week ago. He's left fielder. And he caught, who was pit, whoever was pitching had a no-hitter through six innings. And in the seventh inning, looked like a kind of a regular line drive to left field. Franchi's playing, looked like about 20 feet past the shortstop. Looked like a play that should have easily been made. The ball goes over his head, costing the pitcher at that point the no-hitter and also cost him the game. He screwed up a couple times yeah. in left field. Yeah, He was a hot prospect for the Padres about four years ago. Huh. Didn't the Red Sox have him originally? Did he go there? Boy, I don't, I don't with, think so. Uh, he, he's Meyer, a, Will Myers, or was he part of that? I don't think so. Dahlback. But another top guy, Mr. Arroyo, though, who was a hot guy a few years ago, who did Kansas City give up on him? I got the right name. I'm just getting to know the Red Sox a little bit. But Mr. Arroyo, I think he's playing some pretty good ball. But I talk about a team I don't even know. But I'm paying some attention. And the Red Sox seem to be... Doing, doing okay. No, finally, hey. is it Garrett Richards? This yeah, guy had been, he, well, he finally, finally pitched finally. a good game, and he needed to. He had pitched four, I think, lousy, yeah. wild games, and he pitched a good game last night. The Yankees had the same thing yesterday with Corey Kluber. Is that right? I think he pitched seven innings. I yeah. think the Sox are dealing with Mr. DeGrom tonight in, at, uh, oh, in New York. Oh, that, that, good uh, luck. Jesus Christ couldn't out pitch. Uh, Jay. God, we played him last week, and he just—he's—he's he's yeah. right now. He's on fire. Yeah, yeah. I think so the Red Sox David, are dealing with him tonight, right? Right now, of the Yankees, um, Sanchez, Sanchez, Gary Sanchez. So his rookie year, he comes up, and I'm watching him, and he doesn't hit any 400 foot home runs. They're all like 440, and I'm watching. And I go, oh my God! I'm watching this rookie, in 20 years from now. The Sanchez kid's going to be in the Hall of Fame. And if I were the Yankees, I would just cut loose. Just Well, I, I, don't, know, I don't know what it is. What are they paying? But they, five they, million this year. No, five mil. Right, and he's still. And, he's, and uh, they, they figured that last year might have been an aberration, but it's not. He's had it. All right. Torres. See, they had. The makings of a pretty good team for a little bit, but their window's closing, huh. and they thought John Carlos Stanton would be the last piece. He's turned into a piece of crap. And Aaron Judge, you can't, you know, Judge, missing, you can't keep him on the field. Can't keep him well, on the Judge field. Judge is actually he's been playing pretty good. Right. Uh, but again, injury prone. But this Torres, they they have uh, got a lot of stock in him. He's a lousy fielder. And he's not hitting his. He's not hitting very good. The only good players they've got to me are Lemayhu and Judge, huh. and they they're not well balanced. 
they're a mess. And again, no less Hawk noted. I mean, yeah, we're talking Yankee Stadium. You might want to have a few left-handed. They don't have any lefties. That, they're all, un, the only lefty they got is Gardner. That's unbelievable. It, it's a, uh, Cashman really screwed this team up. Huh. And it's not like, it's not like they're on, uh, they're, he's shopping at Walmart. Yeah, right. They're got they're over two hundred. They're over two hundred million bucks. Yeah. So Duke, I was pretty excited for the baseball season. General Manager Mike Rizzo of the Nats, I thought had a good year. Yeah. We signed Kyle Schwarber, <clears throat> ex of the Cubs, one year, ten million dollars. As I sit here, he's hitting one ninety six, one home run, three RBIs. Wow. We traded for slugger Josh Bell of the Pirates. I sit here before you. He's hitting one oh nine. One home run, three. 109. Wow. One home run, three, three RBIs. Andrew Benintendi last season could relate. How's I that, met, how's how, how, yeah, how's, how's I Benny? I meant to check tonight. I haven't even Duke, I want to give you some stats I told David last week. Yeah. Uh, Steven Strasburg, I want to repeat these stats. Okay. He's, great, great pitcher if you can keep okay. him in the game. Duke, he's 27 Benintendi. Oh, is that right? Uh, way hey, above last Duke, year. 227. He's an average hitter. <laughs> he's an average yeah. hitter. So, Strasburg, 112 and 60, a 651 winning percentage. I bet yeah. only Kershaw probably can beat that. ERA, a 3.21. Yeah. Not, I mean, fourth, de- best, fourth best of active pitchers. Oh, is that right? Whip of 1.09. Good. Great stats, Good. right? Yeah. And he's on the DL again, thir- 13th time. Thirteenth time. time. Now keep in mind, he pitched five innings last year. The first year of his thirty-five million dollar year contract. Wow. Pitched five innings, went out with carpal tunnel. Wow. You name me another baseball player in the history of the game wow. that ever missed because of carpal tunnel. Boy, that so, that that hurts. So, so Nat, so Hawk, you're hanging with your Nats, but boy, not like the old days. It's well, I told somebody today. As a matter of fact, I love the Washington Nationals. Yeah. And he he asked me. Will Montreal get a team? Of course, I told him. He is a few years older than me. Yes, I guarantee you, before we die, there'll be a team in Montreal. Maybe, maybe hope, hopefully Ben Volan would agree with you. Hopefully I have a long life. And again, remember, the second largest city in North America, except for Mexico City, but you would never put a team in Mexico without a major league franchise. So... Um, well, you're, well, you're, 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 you're a young guy, you may, but I'm telling you, that's not, not happening. Um, I, hope, I hope I'm wrong, obviously, but I, I don't even think about it. Well, I hope I'm uh, wrong. Wait, I, I have to do a Nighthawk guarantee here. I am doing a Nighthawk guarantee that there will be a major league franchise in the city of Montreal by the year 2030. So what do you think, before UVM football comes back? <laughs> The, by 2030, Montreal will have a baseball team. Hope, hope, hope you're right. Well, it, as long as Tampa keeps screwing around with them, now. Oh, that's should, the, I mean, that's that's such a that, uh, that's such a should Tampa great, great ever thing. get their stadium situation? But I don't think I don't think anything's going on with that right now. Is well, there? what's funny to me when coming off the Wuhan crap. Well, you only can have 10,000 fans in the game. Well, I'm thinking about Tampa. They would love to have 10,000 people. <laughs> 10, that's, that's a, a normal they, they average uh, right. like 8,500 a game. Right, for those guys in, in the Marlins. Yeah. Can I, this isn't anything we'll argue about, but this, I wake up to VMT, and I get 
our friend Rich Haskell. Great, great job on many fronts. We, we had a nice chat with him a couple years ago. Though. Yeah, yeah, great guy. But he just, he's just, you know, doing kind of headline short stories. But I love this. And this is just AP probably. This isn't probably out of his mouth. But I love this with a lot of news about the census. And what about New York? Talk about it. Amazing. Apparently, had they counted 89 fewer people yep. in New York, New York would have lost a second congressional district. By 89 people, yep. they're just going to lose one. But I love this. I think it was from Rich, but whatever. And Vermont, at least for the next 10 years, will stick with just having one congressperson. I'm going, yeah, but at least for the next 10 years, you could probably very safely say for the next couple thousand years. Yeah, because we can't I mean, get less than one. We got, you can't get less than one, but, you know, to get more than one, the state's population, I realize it supposedly went up 2.8%, would have to double. Uh, can, uh, can you punch that up? Duke. My guess is an average size of a congressional district, I'm guessing, is about 700,000, not too far off from Vermont's population. So yeah, if Vermont's going to have a second congressperson, they're going to have to at least increase the size of the state by 50 to well, 75 percent. How many people in the United States? 331 mil. 331. Oh, okay. Divided by 435. Divided Thank you. By That's an easy way to get at it. Why didn't I think of that? 760,000. No, not a bad guess. But So I love that, at least for the next 10 years. Yeah, I think you can go a lot more than 10 years. And of course, we are the second least populated state in the country. Topped or bottomed only by? Wyoming. Wyoming is correct. I, saw, I was behind a car near your place yesterday with a Wyoming plate. Really? With a cowboy. It's a great license plate. And I'm curious. I spent a college summer in How close Casper, is Wyoming? Wyoming? They must, their population must be close to ours. Check it's your, close, I, but it's I, less. I don't know. Check your tweet. I bet it's I, five. What is the current population of Wyoming? 525,000. It's less than Vermont. 586,107. Wow. Okay. Vermont's supposedly up to now 643. Is that what it is? What? Yeah, but I mean, but I love program. that. Vermont's not getting a second congressional district in many lifetimes. They have six forty, but that was two thousand. But you know who's getting another district? It's funny. Montana's gone back and forth because I Montana's read a story a while ago one. who made a reference to a former Montana congressman from their second congressional district. I said second congressional district. They just have one, but they used to have two, and they're getting a second one back. Texas is picking up a couple. Yeah, California losing one for the first time ever. ever. Florida's picking up a couple. Yeah, Oregon. There's what, seven, seven moving around. Now. Oregon's picking up one. Michigan's losing one. Pennsylvania. Ohio's missing one, yeah. I think. Yeah, it's kind of what you'd guess. So but do, I love that reference to Vermont. Yeah, but I don't think we're getting another congressperson for a while. The Vermont anyway. Lake Monsters are excited to announce its 60-game schedule yeah, for that. their inaugural season in the Futures Collegiate Baseball League, huh. beginning with the first of 38 games at Historic Centennial Field on Wednesday, May 26, against the FCBL defending champ, Nashua Silver Knights. Now, keep in mind, these were minor leakers you had. Now you're just watching college. So these are just what, good top college players, apparently? Uh, hoping to get drafted. I, I, they're, they're good college players. That's probably a good way of putting it. I think it'll, I think it'll it. still be. I mean, and, especially with our feelings about Major League Baseball, I think it'd still be fun to catch those guys. The Lake Monsters will join the Norwich Sea Unicorns, uh, formerly the uh, New York Penn League Division Fall Connecticut Tigers huh. in the first season, along with the returnees, the Brockton Sox, Nashua Silver Knights, New Britain Bees, Pittsfield Suns, Westfield, wherever that is, Massachusetts, yeah, Starfires, and Worcester Bravehearts. 
Wow, so Worcester's got a team. So I will good, good info. I will tell you that's the schedule. I'm glad. No, thanks. Oh, did you guys happen to watch any of the uh, golf this week? I did not. I, I didn't catch it was much this good. week. Yeah. I, I only watched. I only watched the uh, the last. And the Aussies won. Actually, a guy I, I paid a lot of attention to in Hilton Head was Cameron Smith. I like as in long-haired Aussie. Yeah. Good guy. In fact, he had. Uh, could have won. He had. He had. I think a lousy round on Saturday. He was right up. Well, uh, you know, but anyway, and the Mark South Leachman. Africans uh, should have. Louis Ustazen. Louis. Louis had hit one of my drives over to the interstate. Is that right? And it went. Uh, it, he hit a swimmer, and oh. that was the end of that right. in overtime. And the, uh, oh, is that was that extra? Was that, that was extra uh, on the playoff hole. Yeah. So the Aussies won it with Mark Leachman, the other Aussie. I am going to ask you this poignant question. I asked the Duke walking up probably the ninth fairway last night. Your choice, David, do you take a four-day pass to the Masters or to the Ryder Cup? Ryder Cup would be maybe a three-day pass. But that's oh, boy. Uh, that's what Duke's <laughs> kind of has to Well, the Ryder Cup is action Jackson. And if you read the Faldo book, which I think you'll love, Nick's a huge uh, Ryder Cup guy. I would, uh, I would probably take the Masters, and I'll tell you why. Yeah. Because I've, I've been to the President's Cup, and you don't see in, much. In, Mon in Montreal? Yeah. Meaning too many people? Too many people. Like, uh, I, you couldn't get within 30 feet of the fairway. Yeah. You and rabid. Get I within, mean, rabid fans. And, and uh, we watched uh, one of the holes was a par three. You, could, you couldn't see him swing. You couldn't see the wow. ball in. That's, a point. That's probably a good point. So, uh, of course, this is back when Tiger Woods was playing. Yeah. And... Though he did walk right in front of me. Mm -hmm. Did he say, hey, it's Dave Handy? No, he <laughs> no. didn't. And, uh, but I, I would probably take the Masters just because it's more beautiful there. Yeah, that's pretty much, I think, what I, what I thought. And they're doing the Ryder Cup this year? Ryder Cup, I think it was, is it Kiwa, Whistling it? Straits and, oh, Whistling Straits, yeah. in Wisconsin right along uh, Lake Superior, I think. Do you know that course? I mean, they've had... They've, they've had other... Isn't that where Dustin Johnson should have won a, a PGA, I think, by walking in the bogus trap and stuff when... Right, because I think that's the, the where sand he, traps he, weren't well delineated right. or... And they, and they penalized him, of Speaking course. Speaking of PGA, I think that was that course. That tournament, I believe, is in not three, far away. three weeks. Kiowa, back in South Carolina. Kiowa Island, yeah, where Rory, yeah. where Rory I, uh, won in a romp 10 you, years ago. Do you know so. that area? I mean, I go. I kind of go by it. I've never been out there, but it's one of the beautiful islands on the South Carolina. One of my coast. old. Is uh, that a water course, though? You can see oh, oh, the ocean. Yeah, it's oh, it's the ocean course. It's, oh, on, sure. it's on the ocean. Okay. One of my ocean old. Uh, beautiful course. Do you remember Eddie Tessier? Yep. Eddie uh, was my member guest partner for a few years. Eddie worked at Kiowa Island. Oh, oh. is that right? Yeah. Wow. No, it's a great. I mean, I know the terrain. It's a yeah, great place. That'll be fun. Yeah, that's not far away. It's kind of Not cool having away. the PGA. What they've done, what they've done is they, you start with the players, right? Then the Masters, yeah. Then the PGA. Oh, no, very good move. U.S. Open, yeah. British, British Open, Open, Open Championship, and then you got either the Ryder Cup and the FedEx. You got and the, the FedEx, FedEx, which is kind of fun. No, that that was a good move, I think. Of course, yeah. what I think it does is the uh, the fall season. Uh, when they start the, the wraparound wrap season, that's really yeah. worthless. Yeah, yeah. I don't pay much. I don't pay a lot of attention. By to then, that. you're sick of golf anyway. Yeah. No, I think that was a very good move. Yeah. Now that yeah. uh, so the Duke last night 
playing for his first time. Good start. And triple, I, I, triple bogey, double bogey hey, to start. That happens, yeah. But that birdied. Happens. But then I birdied and miraculously birdied hey. the par three uh, third. Yeah. Big long putt. Played a. Uh, a decent, uh, I'm embarrassed to say, I mean, I used to hit maybe seven or eight irons to that green, hit a five iron yesterday, nice shot, <laughs> and somehow somehow got the putt in. But, but it was great to be out with the guys. He was impressed how verdant the yeah. course was. That's a, that's a I mean, great I, word, Hawk, good word. I, uh, I, I don't think I've ever seen that course any greener. It looks beautiful. And, yeah. and again, I've never met Jesus Christ personally, yeah. but he probably looks like Chris Saylor, the club superintendent. <laughs> this guy, him and his lady friend. And, and said oh. lady friend was uh, working away when we she were She was there, working right? at 7 o'clock last yeah. night, David. She was out on a... See, they work. Yeah. They, they are tireless workers. And Boy, she, whatever they're paying them ain't enough. It ain't yeah. enough. And they're quiet, quiet They're nice people. people yeah. 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 You say hi to them, they'll say hello. No, it was great to get back to Champlain. But when have, I have you eaten, have you have you sampled the inside? Oh, well, uh, we've only we've mostly just had a couple beers, so yeah. can't say too much. Gotcha. In that uh, new deck they're going to build, that'll be really whew, nice. Fabulous. The, but, the uh, members' lounge is is kind of nice too. On I haven't been in yet. Haven't yeah. had time. Yeah, I gotta pay. I gotta get inside more. I'm never usually never wander inside. The uh, Chris Siller, I'll give you a quick story because we're just about done. Minute yeah. and a half. Uh, you got he was one minute. One I minute. always park right behind number nine green. <laughs> one time, uh, a couple, two, three years ago, I parked there and he was playing golf, <laughs> and then he bonked my truck and left me a note. <laughs> and so it wasn't a big deal. I uh, Dent Doctor Dent took care of it. And uh, <laughs> but every time I see him, I say, I hope the hell you aren't playing golf today. <laughs> I'll do you one better. I'm playing in a member-member tournament 25 years ago. We start a number one on the black tees. They had the Orero ties right. there. So I hit my drive. Probably didn't get any more than six inches off the ground. It hit that Orero tie, and it sounded like the nuclear bomb at Hiroshima. I mean, it just went <laughs> boom like that. And no idea where the ball went. About eight seconds later, you hear a big... Like that. It landed way, way to the left in the parking lot, hit Bobby Tooth's hood, and put a dent <laughs> oh, yeah. about that big, and he was real good about it. I bought him a beer, but um, <laughs> yeah. that, I mean, how do you do that? So, anyways, good to have the Three Stooges back. This for, is my last one. The no, next, not, next, not week. next week. I think it starts the 5th. Are you sure? I thought yeah. it started 12th. Oh, man, this is. I this think is it's the 5th. Oh, no. Well, Hopefully. Hey, if it rains, remember us on a... Don't worry, I won't forget. So, for Dave, the Duke, and the Hawk, and our engineer, Mr. Alan Ritchie Cunningham, till next week, everyone, ciao. See ya.